Hello, and Mike. Hello. And this is an emergency broadcast. It's an emergency. Someone changed the bulb. It's an emergency. That it is. We're going back to um, the Pentagon unit, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, because some shit has come out that we're all very excited about, but no one seems to care about because of the Rona and masks. And the baseball's back on in America, so... You know what I mean? Oh, good baseball. That's it's like football to us. It's that you know, it's the main one. I think. Oh, I fucking hate baseball. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan. It's just they're rounders. All, they're all just designed to distract us, guys. Hey, well, I did see focus. it. Football's did good see though, good, yeah. Yeah, I saw a good meme today that was like, because in the baseball they've been putting like fake people in the first, like, in the stands. Oh like, yeah. Um, I think it's fucking with the players' eye lines and stuff. It all being empty, right? And it just looks better on TV. But the meme was like, basically, it now looks like early two thousand sports games. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> those really shitty looking to, people. They did that in, in the UK with the football games. Someone in it, someone from Leeds, paid to have Jimmy Savile put in the crowd. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> in the Forest crowd, there was uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there was um, an Osama Bin Laden somewhere, but I forget where. Probably living on one of George Bush's properties. Well, that's a whole other story for a whole other time. <laughs> Where's uh, the body, Ben? In the sea, guys, apparently, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Poppycock. Poppycock? Yeah. Possibly Poppy. the word of the day. Big, thank, big shout out to um, one of our listeners as well, Michael Wren, who was very kind to inquire where we've been for a week. Oh, you're right, buddy. Yeah, that was a nice message. We're fine. Yeah. We're not dead. Well, yeah. Fine yeah. might be an overstatement. I'm not fine by any stretch of the imagination, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm indeed alive. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're, we're passable. Hmm. All right, then. Mike, would you like to tell us some uh, new and returning listeners, please? Yes. Mountain View, California, Ooh, Kiev, nice. Ukraine, Dublin, Ireland, Niles, Michigan, Marleybone, UK, La La, Lebanon, <laughs> Falkirk, UK, Villaville, France, Shady Nasty's back, Yay. Munich, Germany, Yangon, Myanmar, all right. That must be our first Myanmar listener. Welcome. Where the fuck's Myanmar? Near China. Ah. Yeah, I've played Risk. My geography's gone a bit shit. Oh, don't tell us your Risk story. <laughs> <laughs> I throw the six and a two. <laughs> they got me into a cusp, Gaz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> and the top three, Sydney, Australia, Islamabad, Pakistan, and Madrid, Spain. Islamabad, he's going to get fucking stoned. Can't they catch him listening to us? They're going to kill him? Or uh, whoever it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> oh, I'm not being held responsible for something. We could have a fucking fatwa declared against us by the Pakistani government. But if you carry on like that. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? They do. They, they, you know, cool. they yeah. strict Islamic laws. Let's move on. <laughs> well, hey. okay. Weird news. Hey. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Okay, I'll start then. Okay, this is this one made me chuckle. Uh, lonely women have been visiting this Florida motel to meet the orgasm ghost. Oh, God. <laughs> the Amber Tides Motel in Clearwater Beach, Florida, is a beautiful place to visit for a nice stay in an affordable room. You can enjoy, experience the sunny joys of Florida without breaking the bank. But that's not why women from all over Florida and even the rest of the country have been flocking to this place. They've heard rumours about a very particular type of spirit, and let's just say he falls under the benevolent category. He's a given, not a take it. Eh? He's a given, not a take it. Oh, clearly. Some women visit this hotel because the men in their lives just don't seem very interested anymore, and they need a release but don't want to be unfaithful. Well, I'd call getting fucked by a ghost quite unfaithful, but, you know. Whereas others are single and looking to feel great without any type of commitment. Receiving a lot of emails from people, whoever wrote this article, about the Amber Tides. I'll tell you a, um, a transcript of one from a woman called Diana, whose name has been changed to protect her anonymity. Oh, God. Quoting, I'm so embarrassed, but I need to share this story. My husband's always away at work, and when he's at home, he's thinking about work. My libido was going crazy. Basically, one of my girlfriends told me about this motel in Florida, and I needed a bit of a vacation anyways, so of course I stayed there. She told me there was a certain room that was haunted. I'm not into that shit, but I figured out why not. But it's not haunted by a normal ghost. It's haunted by some kind of intense, overpowering sexual energy. <laughs> Fuck. The lights went out on their own, and I could feel the bed starting to tremble. But it wasn't like a shake or vibration like those coin-operated beds. It was more like the bed was breathing. It was in sync with me. I started to feel things I have never, in full capitals, felt before. It was kind of like I was being softly caressed by a thousand hands. But it was like my entire body became so sensitive to the touch. It was all being pleased. It was so overwhelming. Yeah. This is making me uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) But she wasn't even a human entity anymore. She was in another world. Right, of course. Yeah. So, anyway, apparently, spreading by word of mouth, they don't advertise the room. Don't they? Uh, I fucking would advertise it. This fucking room gives you magical orgasms. (laughs) Fucking hell, you'll be a millionaire in no time. I'll finish just the last bit of the quote. On my way out the next morning, I noticed the housekeeper looking at me with a knowing look on her face. She knew exactly what happened and shot me a grin. 
she seemed eager to get into the room. Yeah, it's a load of bollocks because they didn't advertise it. Yeah, that's my opinion. Well, what's happening to her then? Well, it's like the uh, dancing plague that we covered a few weeks ago. Well, she's just a fucking liar. (laughs) Or there's a rapist. Tension-seeking liar. Or she just had a male prostitute. No, she's just a liar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, she's lying. She just had a wet dream and, you know, that's it. Well, all right then. I won't be going there anyway. I can't afford it. No, nah, not me. <laughs> right, that's that. So, virgin bollocks, is it, gents? Yeah. Oh, well. Ghosts. Bollocks. <laughs> okay. Placed firmly in the bollocks pile. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Go on then, Mike. Do you want to do the next one? Yep. Fungus found growing in Chernobyl nuclear reactor eats radiation. I thought this is for once a good story. Positive story. Scientists have revealed that a fungus can potentially eat radiation has been discovered inside the Chernobyl nuclear reactor. The 21 centimetre thick fungus. That's quite big, isn't it? Yeah. Could largely negate the annual dose equivalent of the radiation environment on the surface of Mars meaning it could be used to allow humans to live on a red planet. Yeah. It has already been used to combat harmful cosmic rays on the International Space Station, which has given researchers hope it could in fact be used to protect colonies on Mars. Mm. Fuck. The black fungi was first discovered in the Ukraine five years after the Chernobyl explosion, leaving scientists baffled as to how it had managed to survive in the radiation. I just want to say that life finds a way. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So that fucking dickhead caused Chernobyl. Yeah. Cutting He actually may have gifted the world something that would be very useful. Unless what? this black fungi, mutant fungi, then decides it becomes intelligent and tries to kill us all. Yeah, because that yeah, be that's how evolution works, Ben, isn't it? You go from fungi to fucking super intelligent being hey, in a few man, months. It happen. <laughs> it's been accelerated by nuclear radiation, Mike. Yeah, which tends to kill cells. It's, this is not the Marvel Universe. Well, why the fuck isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it self-replicates and self-heals, for fuck's sake. If it decided to turn against us, we won't be able to stop it. Yeah, a lot of things can do that. You put a sponge in a blender and it puts itself back together. I don't know, I've never put a sponge in a blender. Well, I don't, because it's a cuntish thing to do, but... What, you mean like SpongeBob SquarePants? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Well, I'm not you blending him... SpongeBob. He <laughs> <laughs> played a little tune on his nose like he does when he used oh. to... <laughs> Nightmare fuel. It is. Don't want that. What? What? He's going to go back together like the T1000. Yeah. Would his mind ever be the same? No, it would have been. He's already. He's been killed. He's going to become a psychopath. Yeah. Oh, that no, might... no, no, they still live. They come back. They come yeah, back. You can put they... a sponge in a blender. 
but if you did it to SpongeBob, his his personality might never like reattach the same way ever again. <laughs> yeah, it's a good well, idea for an episode. Yeah, we don't know because it's quite difficult to study the personalities of sponges. <laughs> yeah. What's that, SpongeBob? So it's quite possible. Well, I don't want to throw SpongeBob in a blender, but I am <laughs> concerned about this fungus. You know, become self-aware or kill us all. I think the AI will do that first. You and your AI. <laughs> That's what Ray Kurzweil says. Well, good for him. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but good for him. He used to be head of Google, I think. Oh, right. Well, good for him. Well done. Yeah, and he's got a very high percentage, like 90% of all his predictions have come true, so... What else has he predicted? Oh, I don't know off the top of my head, do I? Well, you can't just go, he's made 98% of his predictions have come true. Well, like what? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You can't make a statement like that without at least one example. I just did, the AI. (laughs) Fuck's sake. (laughs) Moving on. All right, Gaza, next one. Last one. A knife-wielding man in Wales threatened to, quote, cut staff at a takeaway if they didn't give him a free bag of chips worth £1.60, which for our American listeners is approximately $2. You can watch footage from his attempted robbery below. Matthew Hawkins from Swansea was drunk as he banged the nine-inch blade on the counter of Yummy's Pizza and Kebab Shop and made stabbing motions in the air while shouting at the staff. The 19-year-old was told he could buy chips, but he replied, I want free chips. Hurry up, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> oh, what a lovely man. <laughs> Have you seen the fucking size of the fucking fat bastard? The last thing he needs is free chips. <laughs> Hurry up, but I'm going to cut you. <laughs> Standard continued for 15 minutes before Hawkins eventually left the shop and said, I'm going to fucking rob next door. Then I'm coming back for my chips. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkins then went to the neighbouring Best One shop, which he also attempted to rob at knife point. He was followed by a member of staff from Yummies who shut him inside the Best One. Oh, That's a good thing to do to their staff, isn't it? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> it's your problem now, bitch. <laughs> good luck. Watch out, he's very stabby. <laughs> when, when the police arrived, they found him banging on the door, shouting, <laughs> Give me my fucking steps! <laughs> At Swansea Crown Court, Hawkins admitted two robbery bids and possessing a blade and was sentenced to three years at a young offender's institution. He was also made the subject of restraining orders banning him from contacting his victims for the next five years. Judge Paul Thomas QC told Hawkins his drunken threats must have, quote, frightened the living daylights out of his victims. He said the courts have a duty to protect workers in small businesses who are vulnerable to such attacks. Well, he's a fucking, he, judging by this fucking state, yeah. he's an heart attack waiting to happen. I don't know if he's in the last five years in prison. He looks like he, Professor Farnsworth's clone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? Put a bit fatter. He's uh, very he, red faced. Doesn't look out very well, does he? No, I mean, I, I, we're taking the piss, but I mean, I am quite concerned about it. He's quite clearly mentally ill. Yeah, but on help. the flip side, Mike, he's too fat to climb over the fucking counter and actually stab you. <laughs> we need more fat criminals. They're not as deadly. 
this. What puzzles me is why does no one kick the fuck out of him? Because he's got a knife. No, oh, he's yeah. fucking. What's he gonna do? Stop him! <laughs> he's actually gonna be the fucking quickest cunt out there, is he? I mean, he's got oh, a right, knife man. and he's more concerned about getting some free chips. All right, Ben. I, I know you're, you're you're fully trained in the art of. Uh, do you know? I've watched several videos online from like hand-to-hand combat professionals and experts. Do you know what the advice is on a knife? Well, it's two things really. If you're confident you can get it off and and they go for you, try. If not, run away. I've got a third thing. Shoot him in the head. Yeah, but they didn't have. Never bring a knife to a (laughs) gunfight. Yeah. No, I'm working in fucking Yummy's kebab shop. He's getting paid enough to be fucking vaulting over the counter. Grappling with a giant, fat, drunk Welsh lad to get a fucking butcher's knife off of him. <laughs> I'm going to hey, call the police. It's a kebab shop. They've got <laughs> fucking bigger knives. Go, fatty, fuck chicks. One pound sixty, fat bastard. Fuck you. Ben, ben. this isn't fucking Hollywood. <laughs> it's Swansea, mate. I'm just pointing out that they've got... It's a kebab shop. They've got some big knives. How you think they cut that meat off the kebab thing? You know, got a bigger knife than he has. The old man comes at the back, backflips over the counter, and fucking starts. <laughs> you do have. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, starts attacking him. Far too many nineties action films. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course I have. It's all I watch. Uh, uh, no one's taking the knife off the big fat angry lad. <laughs> I'd have had a no. go. I'm no, doing what they did. Lock him in the fucking store next door and call the police. <laughs> I'd have had a go. Distracted him with some chips. Oh, fuck yeah. You'd have died trying. I'd have, just, I'd have thrown some chips into the corner of the restaurant, into the corner of the takeaway, watched him uh, run or waddle, waddle uh, over, and then just punched him in the back of the head repeatedly. Great plan. Well, just throwing it out there. All proof. And he's pissed. Do you know what I've got? Him, I've got that Ricky Gervais meme in my head. Ooh, you're hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a serious condition, Gab. It's called, just tri- it's called triophism. Just, just fucking stabs you. <laughs> <laughs> if we were working in that kebab shop together, I'd be the one who locked the door from the outside and was like, go on, Ben, you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> just like WrestleMania. <laughs> and when you see a... And when you see a fat man fly through the window, you'll know that I've succeeded. Fucking go. Right, <laughs> When I kick him through the glass window, like, this is Sparta. Fucking <laughs> Now need to Google, along with delusions of grandeur, you've got to Google delusions of hard bastardness. <laughs> I'm like a finely coiled spring gas underneath this veneer of calm. <laughs> You'll be breathless and powerless within 60 seconds. At least Ask three I. minutes. No, quicker than that. I still work breath. out. Adrenaline wears off and you can't breathe. Your arms are fucked. And he's a lot stronger than you and he's still going. You're like, oh, yeah. what? And I just but walk He's up. in worse physical condition than me, so he's going to get tired first. Well, size and weight advantage over you, though. Eh, kick him in the nuts, he'll drop like anyone else. That's a line from a film. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Which backs up our whole theory about this. Moving on. All right, then. Should we go to the emergency broadcast? All right. On to the cut and thrust of today's topic. The emergency broadcast. Aliens are real, apparently. Or maybe not. 
Still, um, some interesting things being said. Um, the Pentagon yeah. unit, which is the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, now reports the Senate Intelligence Committee at least once every six months, and some stuff is going to be made public. Wow. Right. Uh, it's also been moved. They said they didn't have one. It has now been moved to the Office of Naval Intelligence. It comes under their jurisdiction. Just called something else, isn't it, now? Uh, I've got Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. Now, that's what I mean, though. Like they've just shut one thing down, but it's, they haven't. It's just called something else. Yeah, they've just renamed it and stuck it in the under the umbrella of the Navy. Yeah, that old chestnut. That's the one. Misinformation, disinformation, throwing a stone blind alleys. Well. According to the New York Times, some of the group's past officials have been hinting of possible alien artefacts. Yes, we had that. Didn't we in the Tic Tac yes. uh, release? Eric Davies is one of the former officials from the Pentagon UFO program that said while he worked there, the team found objects, quote, we couldn't make ourselves. He also said he gave a classified briefing to a Defense Department agency this month claiming, which we elaborated on, sorry, off-world vehicles not made on this earth. That's a hell of a statement. It is. It certainly is. It's. it's <laughs> let's face it, it's as close to a smoking gun as you're going to get right now, isn't it? Of course mm-hmm. it is. I mean, you've got some guy who worked for the Pentagon saying, yeah, I did a briefing for, uh, you know, shit we don't know what there is, and it's probably coming from off the planet. Yeah, well, I'm literally looking at a meme this second of, you know his name, I've forgotten it though, Ben, the guy from Ancient Aliens. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to try and pronounce his name, but I know what you're yeah, on about. You know exactly what I mean, and the guy who always gets memed, well, this one just simply says, told you, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. People um, like him must be sitting at home, smoking the biggest joints, just like, fuck. Oh, no, because now they're, um, their game's up now. If, if, let's say, for example, there are aliens and they turn up. Yeah. He's going to go, oh, I told you it was all real. And they're going to go, uh-uh, no, 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 no. We did not touch those fucking pyramids. They were nothing to do with us. Yeah. But what if it turns out they was? Well, if they was, then he's entirely right. And all that bullshit he's been spouting on the History Channel is absolutely true. <laughs> not bullshit. He does spout a lot of bullshit. At the moment, though, it's just speculation, isn't it? Well, okay. yes. All we've got so far is the fact the off-world vehicle's not made on this Earth. Well, that, to me, sounds like probes, doesn't it? It's exactly what we do. Yeah. You know. Unmanned probes. Yeah, unmanned probed, yeah. But still, it's going to be made of... Oh, wow. So yeah. cool. Senator Marco Rubio, who is acting chairman of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, wants more clarity as a matter of national security. One goal of these briefings is to determine whether other nations have made huge advancements in aviation engineering beyond the knowledge of the US or its intelligence services. Mm. So who are you looking at? Russia, China, maybe Iran? Do you think they've got this kind of tech? I definitely think China and Russia, yeah. What about the British? We don't know, don't know if anything's ever crashed over there, do we? And maybe they recovered something. Maybe all this time they've been learning how to fly these probes. 
And it's like China or Russia using alien technology. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's it's a possibility. I mean, if I seen, I remember reading that there's been apparently something like thirty odd crashes in North America, and that includes and Mexico, Central America. Once the Americans just popped over the border into Mexico with a military convoy and picked up a crashed saucer, apparently, mm. without telling the Mexican government. Well, why would they? Well, anyway, uh, yeah, so it's it's interesting. I mean, would, so if, if there's been 30-odd crash craft, why not more in Russia? Why not in China? Why not in Britain? Why not in Europe? It's possible, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe the Americans just do more dodgy shit with nukes. <laughs> it does always seem to be American, doesn't it? It's very big. It is fairly big, and I suppose at the time, you know, the, let's say that the Roswell... This, let's say that in, if this is true, then Roswell's true, isn't it? Mm. Is know? it? That's, yeah. Again, that's a bit of a leap, isn't it? Then that means that Kerry Hopkinsville is true. No, it doesn't. Uh, Betty and Barney Hill is true. No, it doesn't. It this does, being does. true does not mean that those people are not still full of shit. What if, what if some little grey dudes rock up and say, "Oh yeah, that was us prancing around that farm. Where are those guys now?" If they ever admit to it, Ben, I will take all of it back. All right. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's a bit of a leap going from probes that seem to be interested in our vehicles and our nukes and that to like little owl people. Owl people, they're like little goblins. Oh, that's less. Stupid. <laughs> they were like proto greys. No. Mate, why when we finally got a real, a real fucking story, are we still banging on about them stupid made-up ones? <laughs> because it all could all be true, guys. And it might not even be aliens. It might be just us from the future. Oh fuck. That's it a possibility. Might stop ruining things. It's a possibility, isn't it? Yeah, I just don't want to think of that. Why, <laughs> why in all the ancient accounts aren't there reports of probes flying around checking them out? Because we would have gone back even further, wouldn't we? Yeah. Well, maybe there is. There isn't. It's been lost to time. Uh, well, there was that battle over medieval Germany in the sky. Oh, God. There was um, the Bhagavata, is it? Where there's that, that epic yeah. Indian poem where there's like, Sky fortresses shooting at each other. It's basically dog fights in the sky, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, that is a story. Just because somebody finds one of my comic books in a hundred thousand years doesn't mean what's written in my comic book. I'm ever. afraid it, w- it wouldn't survive a hundred thousand years, guys. I, I, all right, in theory, you get the <laughs> trying to make yeah, okay. and the paper would degrade significantly over a hundred thousand years, but the point still stands. The Bhagavita could still just be a story. It could be. Yeah. Just cause it's it's really old book, doesn't it? And that guy, because humans are like, it's not like they were savage or whatever. He would, he could have still had a good enough imagination to imagine, like, you know, our people fight on the ground. Imagine if they had crafts to fight in the sky. Well, like, yeah. I mean, could have been the first sci-fi book ever written. Would be, or it could all be absolutely true. I don't know. I'm just saying, just because it's old, don't necessarily mean it's true, like. I was looking at a stack of comic books over there. If one of them survives and someone reads Judge Dredd and they're like, holy fuck, these people live like animals. <laughs> well, Gaz, I mean, you could point to the Bible and say that, though. I mean, that's been around 2,000 years. People still take it fucking literally. Yeah, well, that's because they've the first page is missing, isn't it? That's right, yeah. 
Dedicated uh, to candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fictitious. Any <laughs> resemblance? Bear no resemblance to anyone living or dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Anyway, should we um, just flip back to what Marco Rubio says? He says that we have uh, things flying over our military bases and where we are conducting military exercises, and we don't know what it is, and it's not ours. Frankly, if it is something from outside this planet, that might actually be better than some technology leap on behalf of the Chinese or Russians. Oh, what an idiot. I don't know. It's I suppose from an American point of view, they're like, oh, thank fuck it's aliens and not the Russians. Yeah, what if it's like the aliens have Independence Day and it's not so good then, is it? Well, no, it's we're all fucked then. Though. We're all fucked <laughs> equally then, though, aren't we? Yeah. So it's much worse than it being a Chinese fucking well, experimental craft, isn't it? You say that, Mike, but when like a fleet of Chinese saucers appear off the coast of uh, America and it's World War Three, you'll be saying that then. Yeah, but it's still better than the annihilation of the human race by an alien species, isn't it? Uh, I guess so. <laughs> With vastly be. superior technology. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be, it's gonna be World War Three, space, World space War Three, Wars, space edition. Well, apparently, according to Edgar Mitchell, the space wars is already underway. Oh, God, not Edgar Mitchell. Who's well, he? he was an ex um, astronaut, NASA astronaut, sixth man on the moon. Yeah, I'm listening. And in a private email to John Podesta who was, I think, the chief of staff to Obama. Mm-hmm. WikiLeaks uncovered this. Dear John, because the war in space race is heating up, I felt you should be aware of several factors as you and I schedule our Skype talk. Remember, our non-violent ETI from the contiguous universe <laughs> are helping us bring zero-point energy to Earth. They oh, will they, not... Where is it, <laughs> Hang on a minute. This is the. Uh, this is why they will not tolerate any forms of military violence on Earth or in space. Well, we're going to be waiting a fucking long time for this fucking free energy, then, aren't we? Yeah, same as really in it. He said, "Put down your weapons of death." Well, he needs to fucking get it. Instead of just communicating through some space crazy <laughs> old man, right? Why don't or they via show a, up and fucking do and say it themselves? Or via a television broadcasting Kent. Or via, exactly. Why Kent? Edgar Mitchell's just... I respect him. He's an astronaut. He's a PhD. He's a very intelligent man. But he was trying to conduct fucking ESP fucking experiments in space. Yeah. Just because you don't have to agree with everything that he said or did doesn't mean that he's not right on this, does it? Maybe he was a little bit space crazy. It's possible. Well, he could. He could also be. He could have a touch of. The, he could. He could be slightly touched, as we used to say. Well, that's got a very different meaning nowadays. Oh well, do you follow me? He could be slightly, yes. uh, you know, sucked. senile. Yeah, mad as a bag of spanners. <laughs> it's possible. Just because he did amazing things in his life, very amazing things, doesn't you know protect him from like degradation and of the brain and oh he could oh he could just be bang. I don't know what happens when you go to the moon. I don't know if you suddenly get initiated if you turn around and there's a little 
probe then and like we are speaking to you from the other side of reality be fucking have yourself up here cunty chops <laughs> don't we'll go you go putting weapons of mass destruction up here we'll slap you all the way back down to the surface little man all right i want to have a word with your leader oh god <laughs> would be a bit scary wouldn't it no wonder buzz aldrin punched that bloke in the face fuck off you don't know what i've been through nah. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Uh, it's possible, isn't it, if they're hanging around up there? I read a comment the other day, I mean, it could be bollocks. This is the problem with the internet. Some guy who claimed to be an engineer on Concord claims that there's a famous story uh, and a video exists somewhere, he reckons, of a test flight. One of Concord's first test flights, a probe came and was, like, obsessed with it and, like, buzzed around it and sort of scanned it, basically, and had a good old look at it and then fucked off. Because they could have been like, ooh, what's this? This is a new one. They haven't built yeah. one like this before. I hope they're not putting bombs on that. Yeah, let's have a look. Mm-hmm. All right, then. I'm just going to sell really expensive champagne. Yeah. It's okay. I've never heard that oh. tale, actually. I literally read it in a Facebook comment. It could be utter bollocks. But the guy insisted, he was saying to Graham Hancock, uh, it was on his page, he was saying like, Come on, Graham, you're better connected than me. Chase the video down. It was like, and he knew somebody's name who who was flying the test flight or something. Anyway, maybe worth looking into in future. Definitely. I like it. Um, so no. go on, Mike. Just give us some more from Edgar. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, that's, the, that's it, really, for him. Just that he also says that the Vatican knows... Well, they do spend a lot of time looking for E.T. They certainly do. You know, it could be multiple reasons. One, Jesus was an alien. You know, two, they want to convert them. Three, huh. if aliens did show up, it might just completely destroy all religion on Earth. Well, I'm just, this might explain why um, people don't seem that bothered or as bothered as we are. I'm just uh, because I've literally, I don't think it even trended on Twitter or anything. It was like a load of other shit. Darth Maul got his dick out. Why? Uh, I think the the guy who plays him is actually a really nasty cunt, mate. He like, like did revenge porn on his own wife on like his official Instagram and like posted a picture of her sucking him up. Oh, man. And then deleted it. Yeah. And like I said on Facebook, uh, I think Ray Park just lost his Disney privileges. <laughs> um, I mean, that's yeah. awful. I mean, disgusting. Where could I see it? <laughs> <laughs> My friend Nico said it's just given me a hell of an idea for cosplay. <laughs> um, but I'm just looking. There's somebody. Called, I've got no idea who she is, but she has a blue check next to her name, which means she's been verified. Emily of the State, creator of FirstVigil.com, HowHateSleeps.com, WhenTheyCameDown.com. Rude to racists, opinions only mine. Okay, fair enough. But she's tweeted, they're really going with aliens to distract us from revolution. Oh, I hate that on so many levels. I do think it might be a distraction from something else, though. But it's not really a revolution going on, is it? No, no, I'm not on about that. I'm on about fucking Epstein and... Oh, Epstein. Yeah. I don't know, I don't think... Uh... Is that like aliens is like their trump card, you know? That's like getting a, a, the flush on the river. 
Yeah, Ben, this guy, this judge wants to unseal all the documents, so we're going to see, you know, who, who's been going to his island all this shit. And it's going to be fucking a lot of powerful people. Yeah, but Mike, they'll be named and nothing will be done. Because the guys who are going to arrest them have been in the island as well. What has well, amused me with the Epstein thing, is a brief detour away from the aliens, is that I mean, there's been a lot of this stuff floating around on conspiracy theory groups over the last few days, especially. Apparently, everybody who goes to these islands, without exception, is a Democrat or pro-Democrat. There's not a single fucking Republican gone to that island. Which I refuse to believe. Yeah, they're all as bad as each other. Of course they are. It's all the same. They're all in it together. Yeah. Who's saying not a single Republican, sorry? Oh, I saw this list the other day. Don't worry, we've got an episode coming out soon. It's one of my picks. So we've got a, it's going to be pretty grimdark. But yeah, this is a list. It's like everyone from like Will Ferrell, Tom Hanks, anyone who's kind of ripped the piss out of Trump on Saturday Night Live, then anyone who spoke out against Trump. Because Trump is doing all he can. He's arrested more pedophiles than anybody. I don't know if he's <laughs> done it personally. We had some fucker commenting our, on our, one of our um, posts the other day saying that Trump's done more for it to, to do this. And it's like a quick Google search would tell you that's not true. Mm. But obviously then, of course, no, no, I'm a sheep for believing what the mainstream media tells me. You fool. Which is a standard comeback nowadays when you tell something someone, you tell someone something is bollocks and you provide mm. a source and they go, what? don't believe the mainstream media, you sheep. Yeah, I think I got a little bit of that over the aliens. My friend was just like, my friend who I thought would be a bit like us, a bit excited by this, was like, posted a meme. So I put, this is fucking huge. And he was like, is it though? And I was like, are you for fucking real? And then he posted like, the fuck? He's like, you just didn't get it. I'm like, oh man. And then yeah, Nico said, uh, when do you ever believe what the mainstream media tells you? Like, as if I'm somebody who doubts every single thing I ever... I'm not, like, some mad conspiracy nut. I take everything with a little pinch of salt. I know there's a game being played, obviously, but it's not, like, I completely... That's ridiculous to reject every single thing that they say. It's very stupid, isn't it? You've got to be... Of course. You've got to be... got to anyway. critically analyse everything. Yeah, it's just... I think it's funny. People expect me, because um, I'm into my conspiracies and all that, like... Like, the one guy was shocked I'd not bothered about wearing a mask. So I'm just too... I can't be asked to be bothered, to be honest. Yeah, yeah people expect me... People ridiculed yeah. me a bit for believing the New York Times. But but the US government have been denying it for how long? Since the 70, 40s. 70 years. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden they've just done a U-turn. And you're just not, you're just not meant to trust it. Or... The lady's got... not turning. You've got senators saying, well, we've got stuff flying over our military bases and we don't know what it is. You've got astrophysicists saying, oh, uh, by the way, you know, we've got, I've worked on with stuff that I have no idea how the fuck we could make that on this planet. I mean. Yeah. And you've got now, you've got the conspiracy theorists. Yeah. The yeah. alleged conspiracy theorists. And now the US government or the intelligence services, whatever, they're both saying the same thing now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that's obviously it's all, it's all misinformation, Mike. It's, yeah. 
But if you don't trust the, the mainstream, then yeah, fine. We didn't trust them for 70 years. We thought they were lying to us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to suddenly say, they come out and say, oh, there is aliens. You go, oh, fuck off. No. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the logic in that? I know. I know. Just be, it's just being contrarian for the sake of it. Yeah. yeah. It's literally what my friend said. He literally wrote. Like, when have you, as in me, ever believed what the mainstream media tell you? And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, when they tell me huge things like this, like... Yeah, that, that's contradicted what they've been saying for 75 years. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on, isn't it? That's it. I've seen the video. It's lens flare. <sighs> and sometimes it is. I mean, these some people couldn't fucking tell a UFO from a streetlight. Yeah, that's you're like, true. Oh, what's this in the sky? And you're like, oh, it looks like a fucking satellite to me. You know, no, it's not. Oh, it clearly, is a satellite. See, so yeah. moving like one. The same logic that this person is is displaying would say like, oh, the whole paedophile thing. Yeah, because because yeah. the government is saying there's oh there's no paedophile ring. If it comes out that there is, and the government stand up and say oh there, okay there is a paedophile ring, and he's gonna what he's gonna say no it, no there isn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's just bullshit. A stupid argument. Of course it is. The thing is, there's there's people on board who I would argue are fairly influential. The former Senate Majority Leader Harry Reid. After looking into this, I came to the conclusion that there were reports that these are actual materials, and that the government and private sector have them in their possession. So about material, off-world materials that they've recovered. I mean, we've still got to be aware to the fact that it could be a hoax. Yeah, but I don't see the the motivation. No, I don't. I don't see that. Unless it's something we don't know yet. It may come to light in the future, but... Yeah. You've still got to be aware of that, but just to take that stance, just to be contrary, and it's just it's idiotic. Well, this is it. I mean, the, the, the hot potato of all of this, the thing to take away the most, is a quote from an astrophysicist but Eric W. Davies, who's a subcontractor and consultant for the Pentagram, he told the New York Times that he briefed the Defense Department in March about, quote, the off-world vehicles not made on this Earth. That's the hot potato. Off-world yeah. vehicles not made on this Earth. Woo! Clearly... There is something in the skies that's not on this earth. I refuse to believe that it that the Russians or the Chinese could have this shit up in the air before the Americans, or the Americans don't know they've got it. Uh, I'm sorry, the American, the USA, the CIA, mate, they can read a fucking newspaper in your hands if you're on the street from a satellite. I think they'd be pretty fucking confident that they'd know what China and Russia are flying about. Yeah, of course. They'll have their own spies in their in their governments. Course. I mean, I'm like, just like they do in ours. Brexit. That's all this Russia business is just nonsense. It's like, what, we don't interfere in other people's politics. The US is a fucking regime change machine. That's all it does. Yeah, it fucks the place up and then leaves. Seeing as someone comes into a, a government that wants to help the people rather than help the American corporations, they fucking assassinate them and put someone else in their place. Yeah. Happened to the Ram quite a few times. And they wouldn't <laughs> happened to a lot of countries. Don't that, like them. A lot of times. Yeah. What happened to Venezuela? That all went quiet. They're still trying there, aren't they? 
I loved it when they just declared that guy president. <laughs> uh, and you so wonder I mean, what really won't come back. And the UN said the Ven- Venezuela have one of the best election elections in the world. Yep, one of the least corrupt elections. Yes. Everything's done properly. No, no, it's corrupt. That other guy won. Fucking US elections is what's corrupt, man. Oh, yeah. You know, there's people that think this alien stuff is a a Trump a Trump fallacy, a hope. Oh, I don't want to hear the word Trump and phallic again in the same sentence. Uh-huh. Nah. Or he's not clever. He's an idiot. He's, he's doing what every president said. They're like, you know, all the way back to Bill Clinton. He was famous. Hillary said it. Hillary UFOs. said it recently, didn't she? Hillary said something about it when she was uh, in the running and when she was trying to get it. And he's just done the same thing. He's trying to get the conspiracy theory vote. Oh, I know some really interesting stuff about Roswell. Yeah, you know, there's a golf course near it, Donald. Yeah. Because politicians in the history of humanity have never promised things that they've never delivered. And do you honestly think that the CIA or the above top secret intelligence agency that we don't know the name of because it just stays in the shadows are going to give Trump a nod and say, you want to hear about Roswell? Yeah. You can't trust that cunt with nothing. He's a right blabbermouth. You know, he'll be on Twitter before you know it. And I, I firmly believe that the U.S. president has n- any U.S. president, not just the current one, has any clue about alien life. Mm. He just wouldn't tell him it's plausible deniability, apart from obviously Eisenhower, who met with him in the 50s and arranged that abduction treaty in exchange for tech. I don't know. What if none of that happened? What if, what if the, I mean, it'd be quite scary if this what they end up telling us is basically just look, we we don't know anything. We've never had contact with them. They never spoke to us, but we've got loads of footage of them, loads of sightings of them. They're here. But we don't know. Yeah. Or it could be a load of bollocks just to increase spending on the military, i.e. the Space Force. Space Force! Fuck yeah! <laughs> don't watch the show, though. That's not great. Oh, I haven't. Jesus Christ. But, well, I've seen the recruitment video for Space Force. I was talking to somebody about this today. They asked me about the alien thing, and I said, well, I think we will have to fight them. Because yeah. Well, this could, yep. also back, this could also back this up, Space Force. Why have they done Space Force all of a sudden? Because yeah. they've discovered off-world vehicles. Space Force! Fuck yeah! Yes. Think about it. No matter what you think of the Americans, if you're the president, not necessarily this one, but you're a president, I don't know which one had to make the choice, but... You're a general or scientist or someone, you're called to a meeting and you're told, we found a vehicle that it ain't from Russia, it ain't from China, we don't know what the fuck it's made of, we think it's from another world. You would then say probably your next thing would be, how do we make things that fight this? Yeah. yeah. Are they hostile? Uh, yeah. What do we do? How do we fight them? We what need to know. Them? Just in case. You get on it. Yeah, yeah I would. Space Force, fuck yeah! Sign me up for that laser gun and the lasso and the um and the lightsaber. <laughs> Sign well, me up. So all you've got to tell you, do you want to come and join the alien war? Yeah. We'll give you a lightsaber. All right then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come on. What if they gave you a gun and a stormtrooper outfit? No, I'm not wearing that shit. It doesn't work. <laughs> When you think about it, the stormtroopers, I feel so fucking sorry for them. 
Yeah. Because you're like, you're wearing all that armour. It does nothing. <laughs> it doesn't. Uh, and all their guns are offside. It literally does nothing. You're like, well, what is the fucking point? We're about to Starship Troopers territory. Let them wear shorts and t-shirt. <laughs> Just be comfy. Do you think that there's no eye holes? That's why they can't shoot straight. They're just <laughs> blind. Uh, <laughs> the best of it is that the clones could shoot straight. So what the fuck happened? Uh, why Why would you go, well, these clones are pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, but let's not bother using them anymore. Let's get these guys who can't shoot. <laughs> Let's kidnap a bunch of children and traumatise them into serving us and then wonder why they can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, according to a book called Secret Space Programme by a guy called uh, Dr. Michael Sala, he says that reverse engineering of captured craft began in the 40s and they started testing them in the 60s. But he's not sure if private companies or corporations have made faster progress than governmental bodies, which the private sector, if there's a profit to be had. Yeah, but there's no profit in research and development. That's why they farm it out to universities at the taxpayer's expense. And then when they've made the final product, they pick it up, sell it and make the profit. True, but what about, I would always argue that the stealth fighter and bomber are certainly got elements of this craft in them yeah but I just don't think any private company still has the the might of the US empire everything's farmed out Mike oh yeah it's farmed out contracted out maybe the the private companies I mean who's to say that this stuff hasn't been making its way into our lives from the yeah but if it's been farmed out by the government then it's owned by the government isn't it yeah owned by the military they're not going to let some private company build it and then sell it to the Iranians. It's a military-industrial complex, Mike. They only care about death and profit. Well, that's true. So, yeah. Does anyone else have anything to add? I'd just like to welcome our new friends, the aliens. All possible overlords. Yeah. Vilcommon, Bienview, or whatever it is. I can't do French. Bonjour. Uh... I was going to say welcome in French, but oh. I fucked it up, I think. They're not going to go to France anyway. Mm. No one wants to go to France. No, that's only why Paris is the biggest attraction in the world. But No, it's not. It is. It's not. Certainly in Europe. I wouldn't go there. Well, that's it then. Paris is shit. That's because it's a city <laughs> of love. <laughs> no, and you've got not in your heart. I just go to the city of self-love. What, Bogner Regis? Yeah, he's masturbating a B&B in Bogner Regis all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I think that something's coming. We're going to get something soon. Where 2020's going, let's face it. Yep, alien invasion by the end of the year. It It would push us into that one world government. Maybe. New world order. You know, we're going to have to unite to fight these things if it comes to that. 50-50, innit? I'm not uniting with the trannies. Uh, (laughs) It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, guys, just think how many of them you could kill in battle without anyone really oh. noticing. Oh, God. Let's <laughs> move on. Weird news. Yeah. yeah. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. All right, then, weird news. Sorry, Ben, let me just give you a very quick live update. A cat in the UK has become the first animal to contract COVID, but it has made a full recovery and it is believed it caught it from the owner. Oh. Yeah, and they believe that it can't be transmitted from them to humans yet. Yeah, I'm sat here with my cat. So it's all good, but don't kiss your cats if you've got COVID. Think of the kitty. <laughs> True. Don't get that cat AIDS. <laughs> okay then, uh, Jason Manford reveals how he saw a UFO darting across the sky above his family home when he was 14, which left his brother in tears. Ooh, anal probing. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian Jason Manford has revealed he saw a UFO hovering over his house when he was a teenager and his younger brother even cried at a mysterious sighting. The funny man, 39, claimed the unidentified object darted across the sky above his family home in uh, Wale Range in Manchester in 1995 when he was just 14. He explained how, quote, no plane could have moved in the same way. And he and his brother were both left spooked at the event. Flew one way and then almost at the opposite angle flew off, Jason told the Daily Star. Yeah. That's pretty much the entire thing. He's seen UFOs. Well, he's a comedian, so it's got to be true. Must be. I don't know. It sounds... Uh... Well, sounds as plausible as anything else right now, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. so I was thinking. <laughs> In all fairness, Andy did, actually, to be fair to this guy, he um, did go and work for Iceland during the uh, COVID crisis delivering food. Oh, fair play. Yeah. Good lad. Yeah, he also uh, stopped and gave PPE to an ambulance to ambulance staff as they attended to a bike accident. Well, that's good. Yeah, man. I think he's a bit of a socialist man, isn't he? Yeah. He's northern. That's why he's, he's hard. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but, Seems hey, like a nice good. bloke, doesn't he? He does seem like yeah. a nice bloke. I don't always find him that funny, but. No. Seems genuine. Well, yeah. So I believe him. You mean you don't believe Betty and Barney Hill? Uh, no. Um, That's different yeah. to believing Jason Manford saw a UFO, which could be anything, across the sky. Yeah, I believe him. I don't believe Betty and Barney Hill. Well, okay. I mean, I don't rule it out, but, you know. Well, okay. All right. Next one. People are defecating outside the Queen's vacation home. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Walkers are relieving themselves on the grounds of Queen Elizabeth's Scottish residence. Employers at Balmoral Castle, which the Queen frequently visits for holidays throughout the year, have complained about wet wipes being left on the estate and urged people not to use the spot as an outdoor toilet. What about an outdoor dogging area? Is that okay? Outside um, child sacrifice, yeah, that's fine. Oh, right. Yeah. I was just looking for dogging, but okay. 
Disappointed to see so many wipes discarded on the estate today, next to paths and monuments. Please remember, there are no public toilets open for miles around at the moment, staff at Bamaral wrote. Maybe Part they the... should fucking open the public toilets, then. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah, and they've put up loads of pictures of loads of wet wipes. Maybe they could all use the Queen's toilet. You know, I bet there's like fucking four or five toilets, at least four or five toilets at Balmoral Castle. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to do that, though. No, they're not, are they? I just want to take a shit outside the castle now. The Queen's there. Yeah. I prefer to take a shit in a mouth, but... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> this will be the closest <laughs> I'll ever get. <laughs> Why do you want to shit in the Queen's mouth? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me if you had the chance you wouldn't? Yeah, it's not really my thing. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't shit in the Queen's estate. No shit in the Queen's estate, pocket. Yeah, fuck it. Shit, every- shit anywhere you want. Kill a swan. Yeah, it's our land. She stole it from us. Yeah. The German bitch. <laughs> well, that's a nice segue, Mike, from, from a German to an Austrian. Oh, is that my cue? Give me a second, gentlemen. Technical difficulties as standard. Oh, shitty now. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Professional and slick as ever. Right. Adolf Hitler had a micro penis, slept with his niece, and liked to be kicked during sex. Um, right. Adolf Hitler was responsible for the deaths of tens of millions of people before and during World War II. Adolf Hitler was one of the most feared tyrants in human history, responsible for the deaths. Oh yeah, okay. In 1943, Harvard professor Dr. Henry Murray was commissioned by the U.S. Office of Strategic Services, a precursor to the CIA. Uh, and they commissioned Murray to study Adolf Hitler's personality. Yeah, apparently he was spot on. Right, well, his 229-page uh, report makes for harrowing reading and tells of a child damaged beyond repair by his tyrannical father and his obsession with his own mother. Motherfucker. Hitler <laughs> is once said to have caught his parents having sex, which only fueled his love for his mother and his hatred for his own father. Nah. <laughs> Dr. Murray unmasked Hitler's disturbing sexual traits and physical deformities that made him believe he was a lesser man. He described the Nazi leader as a, quote, utter wreck who was incapable of normal human relationships. What, so he started the Third Reich because he had a small penis? Probably. And he wanted to fuck his mother, yeah. Wow. And Freud would have had a field day with him. He yeah. certainly would. Dr. Murray wrote, it is forever impossible hope to hope for any mercy or humane treatment from him. The psychologist believes Hitler's feelings of inadequacy started when he was still a child. He was a small, sickly and frail youngster who even refused to go to school because he wasn't as clever as, or as tall as his classmates. Aww. But dear mama, I am not as clever or as tall as the other boys. <laughs> <laughs> this is not technical. We can blame her. Oh, man. My, my Hitler impression... Has just made the cat get off my knee in disgust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Roly. Oh, well. 
Hitler's mother is also said to have uh, spoiled her son because when he was still a child, allowing him uh, to drop out of school, he wasn't forced to take part in any sports or manual labour and was turned down several times when he tried to join the Austrian army. The troubled boy developed a twisted fascination with, quote, brute strength, physical force, ruthless domination and military conquest. Sounds like Ben, doesn't it? Yeah, you know what? I was waiting for that. <laughs> I was reading that paragraph and I thought, Someone's going to say something. If the cat fits. Yeah. And you want to fuck your mum. Believe me, I do not. not, uh, I don't have the Oedipus complex. (laughs) His sick desires also manifested themselves in his personal life, with him embarking on abusive relationships with women who he loved to humiliate, according to Dr. Murray. Former sexual partners of the Nazi uh, told Dr. Murray that Hitler was incapable of consummating their relationships in a normal way. The report claims Hitler had a micropenis and just one testicle. He also had some bizarre sexual fantasies. Dr. Murray wrote that Hitler liked women to defecate on him (gasps) and enjoyed being kicked when they had sex. Renate Müller, a German film star, reportedly had to kick Hitler while he lay on the floor after they had sex. She later committed suicide. Oh, I fucked Hitler. Why did I shag Hitler? <laughs> I bet she shagged him right before he, it came out that he was gassing. You know what I mean? Like, I bet, you know, when everyone was still yeah. a bit enamoured, she buffed him then, and then he went, you know, full Hitler. And then Never go full just, Hitler. Never go full Hitler. She couldn't take it. Oh, my God. I slept with a Hitler. <laughs> Um, well, it was probably before, like, you know, probably in his early days after 33 when he was just trotting around. Yeah. I mean, remember... No, he's a film star, though. Yeah, so... I even yeah. shat in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just remember that this guy, it was like Beatlemania when Hitler rolled into a into a town. Yeah. You know, um, women were screaming and passing out and all sorts. They loved him. Well, this is a very interesting quote here. From Dr. Murray. Unable to demonstrate male power before a woman, he is impelled to compensate by exhibiting unsurpassed power before men in the world at large. That seems more of a challenge. Sounds eerily um, similar to Trump, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Wow, yeah, that could definitely apply to Mr. Trump. From what we've heard from that prosy, what was her name? Stormy Daniels. Porn star, wasn't it? Porn star, sorry, excuse me. Stormy Daniels, yeah. Well, I think we've heard all we need to hear about fucking Hitler, don't we? Apparently he had sex with his niece as well. Yeah, I'd heard that before. She was believed to have told Nazi supporter Otto Strasser, who fled the party shortly after. He was said to stuff... This is the last paragraph, literally. Hitler was also said to suffer from sweaty palms and, quote, dead eyes. He said, have focused his hatred on Jews simply because he felt they were an easy target. Of course, there's always a theory that he had some Jewish blood in him himself. I mean, I'm pretty sure his grandfather didn't uh, didn't know his own father. His grandfather was a bastard, so maybe. Mm, no, sorry, there's one last little bit. Sorry, quite interesting, actually. However, even at the height of his power, Hitler is said to have been struck down with a troubled conscience. Dr. Murray said, quote, he has nightmares from a bad conscience and he has long spells when energy, confidence and power of decision abandon him. But when the feelings passed, he would return with resolute decision to counterattack 
with great force and ruthfulness. Sounds like a bipolar to me. Uh, That counter-attacking didn't do much good at the board, your curse. (laughs) Well, I was saying, didn't go well for him. Mm. Yeah. Show some fucked up facts to finish. Yeah, go on then. Have the jingle. Oh, yeah. Facts, facts. Fucked up facts. Facts. <laughs> In prolonged periods of isolation, a group of people can unwittingly start to develop their own unique accent. Measurable changes have been observed in as little as four months. I get that after four minutes if I'm speaking to someone with a proper accent. Yeah, when I went up to Liverpool to uni, every time I come back, people would say, oh, you sound like a scouser. Yeah. Pick up things, didn't you? Yeah, you do. I'm but terrible. To... I have wondering accent syndrome. Yeah, but to create your own new accent, I suppose it would be a blend between all the people there. I mean, that just shows you how social we are. We want to We even change our accent to, to represent the people that we're with, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a strange one, accents. It's a whole thing going on there, a whole psychological thing. Okay. A small cheese is called a cheeseling. Aww. <laughs> I do like cheese. Does that tyromancy is cheese magic? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into that. <laughs> How would that work then? I don't know, I'm going to read up on it a bit more, but it's to do with predicting the future. Do you have, like, an army of men made out of coagulated cheese? No, you just sort of um, do rituals with the cheese and use the cheese to predict the future. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Worldwide, there are seven keys to the internet, which must all be present in a secret location in the USA, should they ever need to restart it. One of them is in one of them is in Somerset. Somerset. Have you seen the bloody key for internet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I left it on that hook over there. Oh fuck! (laughs) Where's last place you had it? Oh, I want to know what this key looks like now. I hope it's like special at least. It's gonna be big, I'd like to think. Yeah. Although. Would they ever just do a manual reset on the internet? And if not, why haven't they done it already? Well, when they decide to turn it off because we don't deserve to communicate anymore. Oh, in some respects, that would be great. Like China. China. (laughs) Yeah. All right, then, what else? What else have we got, Mike? In the Gulf War, 43 chickens were deployed to detect chemical weapons as part of Operation Kuwaiti Field Chicken. Ha! Makes sense. Yeah. And the initials, KFC. Operation KFC. Oh, I like it. <laughs> Who says the military hasn't got a sense of humour? Probably the people that were just bombed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably those dead a million, million Iraqis would yeah. probably argue with them. Yeah. They're probably not laughing. <laughs> No, they're probably not. Well, they're dead. All the mothers <laughs> cradling their dead children. They're not laughing. <laughs> no. No. All those kids born with, like, extra limbs and one eye because of uranium-tipped bullets. Yeah, but they're not laughing. Still, KFC's pretty funny, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> 
Apparently, it didn't work. All the chick. I read, remember reading about this story. Actually, all the uh, yeah. all the chickens actually got sick from the dust. Oh fuck! So um, they just sort of died, and they were cooked and fed to the soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're a bastard race, aren't we? Well, it's a good idea in theory. I mean, if there's, you know, it's like taking the budgerigar, taking the canary down the mine, isn't it? You know, you take the canary down the mine, they pick up on the gas faster, the canary starts to die, then you get the hell out of there. Yeah, but we're a cunt of a species for doing that. To innocent animals, aren't we? Well, yes. Yes. You know, animal cruelty is not a joke. No, it's not. Next fact. That's a rat. Yeah. <laughs> the working title for penicillin was mold juice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> typical fucking Scott. Drink your mold juice. Uh, <laughs> uh, they have to fucking destroy everything, don't they, the Scots? Uh, Sorry, Scotland. Animals that live at the bottom of the ocean don't see sunlight and rarely receive fresh food from above. They survive on glow-in-the-dark marine snow which is made up of the flakes of carcasses that filter down from the upper levels, glued together by mucus. Wow. What a shit life that is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just eating this dead fish, floating down now together by mucus. Mm. <laughs> you know, fucking hell. <laughs> How many of them does it take to feed a fucking gigantic squid that's probably down there lurking? <laughs> what are they doing for food? I bet they're not eating fish, fish shit and bits of body. No. Oh, my cat's come back. She must have forgiven me for the Hitler. Um, okay, we'll have one, um, one last fact, and it's about cats. Oh, go on then. Vikings took their pet cats with them on raids. Oh. Oh, that's <laughs> battle cat. <laughs> if they didn't get make the cat a little helmet I'm going to be severely yeah. disappointed how cute yeah. would that look some armour on him shouldn't yeah. he yeah and a little helmet with two little horns I know the Vikings never had horn helmets well I know but they do in all the costumes yeah Hollywood has bastardised it as they've done everything but you know Hagar the horrible don't blame Hagar for all of this well, he had horns. Oh, yeah, but he, he couldn't help that. He's a product of capitalism. Aren't we all? Yeah. Oh, the little Viking cats. So how awesome is that? Mm-hmm. I'm going like to Viking cat. That could be a next tattoo idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I nearly bought Maximus um, a, a, a Roman helmet for dogs. Mm. A little little red plume on it in the middle. Looked look pretty cute. Oh. But, uh, I decided against it in the end. I don't agree with dressing up animals. Yeah, it's a bit wanky, isn't it? Yeah, nowadays, anyway, I mean, if it's a Viking cat and they've given a little helmet and a coat of chainmail, I'm down with that. Yeah. But, nah. I'm not, I'm not up putting a jumper on a dog. What about a tutu on a chicken? Well, that's completely different, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we had that news story a few years ago and you... Rallied against it. Did I? Yeah. Ah, well, you know, opinions change. (laughs) Unlike my underwear. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> How many months you in it now? Been in it now? <laughs> and on that note, I think we should cut this bad on a, boy on, a, on a slightly related note, it's been probably... I don't think I've worn underwear since March. Wow. I don't think I've worn a pair of trousers that doesn't have an elasticated waist since March. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes when you're a man, you must wear stretchy pants. Yeah. Let it all hang out. Yep. All right, I think on that note, we'll call it a day then, shall we, gentlemen? All right, then, mate. All right, thank you for listening. I've been Ben. Don't drink the Flavor Aid and don't join a cult. I've been Gaz, Free Biff Tannen, and good night. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you.